Welcome back to Six Pennies Podcast. All Six Pennies are here yet again. How's it going, guys? What's up, guys? Yo, yo. Wow, Mock sounds really enthusiastic. That's great. Pour um, one out for the Clippers, man. Pour one out. Oh, we are not going to talk about that today. Um, <laughs> Playoff P did not deliver. Oh, man. That was a, a pretty ugly game. Um, but before we get started, today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Loan Factory, Billy Wynn. Check out Loan Factory um, at their website, www.loanfactory.com. They're also on Facebook. Uh, their handle is Loan Factory HQ. And you can call Billy directly. His phone number is 469-585-4498. Um, all six pennies here have refinanced our homes very recently with Loan Factory. Uh, Billy has 15 years of experience in the industry. He's been uh, working on financing and refinancing homes for quite a while. He and his team of brokers use quite a few different lenders. I think 40 different lenders. They submit to a bunch of them at the same time to get the lowest rates. They have some special rates with various lenders where they are preferred. Um, and if they can't get a good rate with one, they'll just move on to the next one. And they've gotten great rates for all six pennies. So check them out if you need some help. Uh, now is a great time to refinance your homes with um, the rates still at record lows. Uh, so once again, check out Billy. His phone number is 469-585-4498 or loanfactory.com. Uh, make sure to reach out to Billy first uh, so that you, we can make sure that he is your agent uh, on your refinance or your finance. Uh, so thanks again to Loan Factory for being our sponsor and hope you guys check them out really soon. Okay, guys. Um, guess what? Guess what today is? September 16th. Wednesday. We're, we're yeah, both of those answers are correct. Uh, from yes. my cap, from my count, today is six months from the day that um, that my company decided that we are all working from home. Uh, we thought it was going to be you know temporary, a couple months maybe, a few months, and it continued stretching. Um, and now six months have gone by. I think everybody's pretty much in the same boat, huh? Six wow. months. So March. So basically mid March. Yeah, it was it was sometime in mid-March, actually. I don't know the exact date, but pretty close enough. Um, and life has really changed, I think. Our rhythms have changed. Our, our habits are totally different. The way that we organize our lives, celebrate things in our lives, um, spend time with our families, everything is totally different. And today's topic is all about that. It's about the things that we like and don't like about this post-COVID world, and in particular, things that we miss and don't miss. So um, who came up with this topic? Did Albie? I did. I never come up with topics, but I did this time. <laughs> Man, this is a good one. Uh, we, we're all kind of thinking about this and have several things we want to talk about. So Albie, you came up with a topic. I assume let that me, means... Let me, let me rephrase that. I come up with a ton of topics. This is the first time we've chosen mine. Yeah, you always repeat the same <laughs> ones that, that neither Mock nor I are interested in. So this is the first time that uh, you've been approved. And I assume that means that you had a couple things in mind for um, what this post-COVID world is like for you. So why don't you kick us, kick us off? You can choose. Uh, is there something that you miss or don't miss uh, in this post-COVID world? Yeah, I mean, I when I came up with the topic, uh, it was it was at a slightly different angle. It's like what things were awesome before and what things, kind of like what things were awesome before and what things are awesome now that you didn't really appreciate. It kind of goes twofold. But okay. the... Um, the thing that really popped up really initially, and I'm sure Mock's in the same boat, but just playing basketball. Um, I think like just being able to drive to a gym, 
play basketball, whether it's nine of your friends or nine strangers, it's just, it's weird not to have that, you know, that competitiveness. It's weird not to run and jump and shoot and dribble. I've had, I haven't picked up a basketball um, outside of one time, and that was after Luca's game-winning shot. Um, but, yeah, just playing basketball is, I miss the camaraderie. I miss the friendship. Um, obviously, the sweating and the exercise is nice, but just, I don't know, man. Like, I couldn't even do, like, a behind-the-back, behind the dribble like I can't even dribble between my legs like it was it was ugly I miss it <laughs> ding 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 that is the number one answer on family <laughs> for sure uh basketball oh my goodness like I, I I've touched the basketball I have one in here right next to, to me in my office and I, I dribble it from time to time but it I try not to because I, I just miss it so much like it's Ever since I think Houston turned to red on the alert, whatever that alert is, um, down from the, is it the mayor's office or the governor's office? It, we, our 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 local gym has been closed uh, for for business, so I definitely miss that. Um, yeah, that's number one on my list for sure. What about you, Timmy? Uh, it's it's on my list as well. Um, it's it wasn't the first thing that I thought of, but it's definitely something. I, I don't play nearly as much probably as either of you guys, but definitely miss hanging out and having something to do. Um, you know, at least around once a week, and getting out there and exercising or being forced to run around is is pretty. I don't know. I I, I don't know if I miss the actual like exercise, but it did feel good to to get moving a little bit. Albie, I do have a question for you. Um, you said you did pick up a basketball after Luca's shot. What what were you like? Did you go somewhere? Or were you just dribbling outside? Yeah, so so after Lucas' memorable game-winning shot at the buzzer, I was like, I was really hyped because I, I had no expectations. Right with the Mavericks, the Clippers are this vaunted team that was supposed to win the finals. We're not going to get into that today, but he hit that shot, and I just wanted to, I just wanted to emulate that shot myself. So I picked up my, I have a basketball in the garage. I haven't played with that basketball probably eight to ten years it's like a you know tf1000 supposed to be indoors but it's been in the garage for so long that it's it's like a ruined basketball i don't have a, a sports pump i had to run to my neighbor's house and ask him to pump my basketball up and then i got in a car because there's no basketball hoops around my neighborhood and i drove to my elementary school which is like five minutes away and I just like shot the basketball for an hour. <laughs> In the middle of summer. That's that's In the middle of summer. Yeah, I mean no, any sunscreen? I, I, no no sunscreen. Long sleeves? Um, this is nighttime, time, right? No, man. This is this is full on board, get tan. Um, whoa, whoa. Wow. 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 So the so the basketball court is you guys know how elementary schools are like it's a it's a playground, it's a huge field, most likely like a soccer field, and then the basketball, it's all around the same area. And the cool thing about that night was I went to go play, it was like 90-something degrees, but the sprinklers were on, so every time I like wanted a break or got hot, I would just go to the sprinklers and just stand there. So I was like soaking wet and also shooting the basketball. It was, um, I don't know, it was, it was very therapeutic for sure, just being able to play basketball, even though it's by myself. And Mach, when is the last time you played? Uh, 
I, I tried to uh, play probably every other week at least in the in the driveway, not the driveway, in the cul-de-sac. I have a beat-up hoop that I got from a friend friend's place, and uh, yeah, I just set it up there, put some stones, like it's really ghetto, put put some like landscaping stones on top of it to weigh it down, and and I just shoot. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a long time since five v five for sure. I, I mean, six months. Well, not six it's months. Seen- we, we played we played like two times or one, once or twice at the church, right in June. Yeah, I guess that was was maybe that was four v four. Oh yeah, we got to four v four because we were trying to socially distance. That was that was pretty. That was poor decision. <laughs> that, was that was poor decision making. But <laughs> we were supposed to play non-contact basketball and we played four on four full court. So um, yeah, it's been at least a few months. Uh, all right, Mock, let's go to your list. Um, give me something that you miss. Uh, before before Mock, you get into that, um, one of our mutual friends, Jason Wang, he's one of the you know devoted listeners to this podcast. Um, but he coordinates a lot of the basketball at the church that we play at, or we sure. used to play at every week. And every you know for the first I'd say three months of quarantine, he, he would just ask if he if I could play one on one, like just the two of us go up there. <laughs> um and just play i was like you know I, I couldn't tell him yes i mean at that point we just didn't know what covid or corona was so um i don't know it's funny he he's on instagram and almost every story is of him playing basketball with his kids at the park so he's he's still playing every day yeah he's, he's he loves the game um you know i just want to shout him out for that yeah jason uh he he would he might agree with this second one too that I have on my list. Uh, I miss going to the movies. I, I, oh man! You know, we, with two kids, we weren't going as much as we used to pre kids, but I definitely do miss you know just being able to to go just just me and the wife. Uh, you know, take a take a weeknight, drop the kids off somewhere uh, with with family, and and just go enjoy a night out by ourselves. Um, I think that aspect has definitely. Is, is really missed, like just alone time in general. Yeah. Mark, Timmy and I got into this discussion last podcast when we talked about what we're streaming. But if you were able to ensure that the theater was just you and, and your wife, would you guys still go? Uh, I would, but she probably wouldn't. Why, uh, why not? I don't understand if you're ensured that nobody else is there. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, with that qualifier, yeah, she, she probably would. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, I guess I guess to me, I, I, I forget, like, the theater, I guess, is technically open, right? It's just not the same right now. Yeah. Yeah, not super safe. I, I did see that there was some theaters, I think Cinemark, that had some something going on where you could rent out the whole, like, a whole theater for you and 20 friends. Did oh, you yeah. see that? Yeah, uh, for I think a few, a few, a few theaters are doing that. Just not just Cinemark. For something like a hundred or hundred fifty bucks, like that's pretty good if you can get twenty people and you're you'll be very spaced out. Uh, seems like it's it's probably worthwhile. The problem is that there's not many good movies that are coming out, so they're like showing some older like uh, older movies. So I don't know if that's necessarily worth it. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Um, all right. Well, I'll go. One thing that I miss is uh, restaurant food. Um, 
And I, I know like all of us are doing takeout and delivery, uh, but food is just not the same uh, when you're getting it for takeout or delivery. My wife and I went to a restaurant today for really the first time. We sat outside, there was completely empty because we went really early and we ate there and it tasted so good. It was so flavorful, <laughs> it was so fresh. It was so, it was so different from everything that we cook at home. Uh, like over and over and over again, we're cooking at home and we haven't had, you know, food from this this place in more than six months. It, it was so good. And I don't know about you guys, but I really miss restaurant food. Um, where, where where'd, actually you go restaurant. And where'd you go and what, you, what did you order? We went to Mendocino Farms. What kind of food is that? Okay. Um, and Mark, have you had that? No, I haven't. Uh, so Mendocino Farms is like a, it's like from LA. It's, you know, like sandwiches, it's like fancy salads, but it's in Rice Village here in Houston. So I got like a, um, like a sandwich, um, uh, you know, turkey, avocado, some spicy stuff in it. It's called the Sandwich Study of Heat. Um, it was, it was delicious, guys. And you're, you're only doing that because you guys got to sit outside and it's 80s this week and not hundreds, right? Yeah, yeah. It's outside. It's covered and they have like fans. So like it, it was not um, unbearable at all. We were there at 11 o'clock. So it was still like not that hot yet. Um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I, I, I know plenty of people, you know, some people at least who have gone to other restaurants when it is when there are people there. Um, you know, they're sitting outside and they're sweating and there's people near them. But um, yeah, I think. You can't live without those restaurants. Yeah, it was my wife and I's three-year anniversary last week or maybe two weeks ago. And um, yeah, two weeks ago, sorry. We went to we went to a restaurant. It was our first time dining in. Um, there were definitely other people there, but it was like a nice steakhouse. All the tables were six feet apart. All the workers were, you know, wearing masks. Um, but it's still it's still a very unique experience right because everything's everything's different like you're not the menu is is digital the I don't know like I, I obviously I still enjoyed the food I still had a great time but it was kind of like not 100% to me mm. yeah I, I yeah I, fine dining would probably be would be a very different experience I mean at, at the kind of place we were at it's just you know a sandwich or a salad that's um, it's it's easy for it to um, to be done where there's not much contact. Yeah. So right. instead of sorry to cut you off, uh, go ahead, Mark. No, I was just gonna say I, I miss restaurants, but only like certain types of restaurants. Uh, we've been doing you know a bunch of DoorDash probably once or twice a week, uh, but the restaurants that I miss going to are like the ones that you can't DoorDash. You know, like the uh, I guess really just buffets and. Buffets, conveyor belt sushi. Yeah, and... yes, exactly. So for me, it's more of like the the people that you can hang out with, right? Like you can't go eat with twenty of your friends at yeah. family style Chinese restaurant. True. You know, like I miss that. Like I miss being able to to just sit with your friends and your family and and share all this food. Well, it sounds like you guys are just saying that you miss people. You know, like basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because for basketball, it was also about like interaction with people. It sounds like Alvi just wants to be around folks and get to talk to them. Um, so but hold, instead, on, hold on, hold on, but buffets. Okay. Hold on, let's start with buffets. So, <laughs> Mark, what do you mean by buffets? Is this is this exclusively CCs or what other buffets are you talking about? CCs is definitely on the list. That's top three uh, of what I'm talking about. The other one is the sushi conveyor belt. Uh, we have we have one right by our house that I used to go to once a week because it's right by the office. 
haven't been there since February, obviously. Uh, and then the other one is just Brazilian meats. I, I miss that kind of ambiance, that kind of just stuff your face with all kinds of uh, beef ribs and, and all that good stuff. Another thing I want to throw into the mix is all-you-can-eat Korean barbecue. Ooh, yeah. Yes. That's I definitely um, miss that. Yeah, we've, I mean, we've actually ordered takeout from some of those places here in Dallas. As you guys know, like Korean food in Dallas is, is not L.A. quality, but I would I would probably put it at number two. And um, it was still really good. We just brought it home and we you can either get them pre-marinated and cooked or just pre-marinated. We did the latter, so we grilled it ourselves and it was oh, still very oh. delicious. Ah. Hmm. Uh. Yeah, I, I I don't know, guys. Um, I feel like I feel like this is a, a positive. I, I don't think that we we should be eating a buffets. I, I don't think we are at the age where we should be having all you can eat pizza or meat anymore. So, man, I, I mean, what's while I agree, what's that? I miss, what's I the miss age cutoff for buffets? I I think there's it's not an age cutoff anymore. I think buffets are just cut off. I I can't see any buffet surviving at this point. I don't see why anybody would continue to try to have it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, guys. I, I don't I don't think I can agree with you on that one. Although Korean barbecue does sound delicious, uh, but not not the all you can eat version. So instead of I know we're going through you know things that we miss and and are not being are not able to do right now during COVID or quarantine, but let's 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 make it a positive spin to me. Let's let's get into some of the things that we can do that, you know, we kind of took a we kind of overlooked or not really appreciated before COVID. Go ahead. Uh, I think that the easy one is definitely, you know, spending time with family, spending time with the people that you live with. So for me, I have my parents and I have my wife and, and child. So it's like a full house every day which is really fun. Um, we all have really small children, so it's awesome to experience them growing up. Six months is, if you think about it, like for someone like Amelia, who is 18 months, six months is a third of their lives. And that's basically all she can remember is being at home. Uh, if we go out, everyone's in masks. Like, uh, like this is this is literally the normal for them. It's not the yeah. new normal, right? So. I don't know. I just, I just think it's cool that I get to um, spend as much time as I can with her. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I tell people all the time, like, like we, we don't get this time back, you know. So it, it's awesome that we get to. Um, and I know you, you, you were working from home even before this, but uh, just the opportunity for, for me at least to, to be over from home since February, it's been, it's been amazing. Uh, like even though I, I do miss like some of that alone time or some of that personal time, but just have always having them around has been, has been a joy. I'm impressed, Mug, because even, even when I'm working from home, like there's three adults working from home and even then we have to put Amelia at a babysitter. <laughs> so the <laughs> fact that, yeah, you have your two kids while working from home, that's, I mean, that's more power to you, props. It's literally we, impossible. Yeah. I, I don't know how it's possible. <laughs> We just make it work. I mean, there's a there's been a, a few calls or a few uh, WebExes or work calls where you know you can hear the kids screaming in the background. But uh, but I th like you said, I think that's the norm now. Uh, it's not as it's a norm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 no big deal. 
I have serious doubts um, as to how much work Mock actually gets to do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know how you do, how you're able to do that and sometimes jump on podcasts uh, during late in the day as well. But anyway, uh, let, let's go on. Mock, give us another thing. Uh, with the positive spin, I'm, uh, and I, I know I'm not the only one, but golf courses are packed now. I, oh yeah. I'm playing golf like as much as I have in in years. Um, definitely back to almost pre-kid level. Um, that's one thing I definitely missed. Uh, you know, once Levi got here, because before that I had nine eighties, and pretty much every other Friday I would, I would go play a round of golf, and and that kind of disappeared for my for my life for about four years until COVID hit. Um, but golf is really like it's almost like the perfect game now uh it's it's outside uh you can socially distance you're you're kind you can go by yourself if you want to um or you can go with you know a group of four people and still still have that distance you can wear masks if, if that makes you more comfortable um and and you really get to spend time like not only with your friends but also outside just enjoying nature so i, I think it it kind of checks off all the boxes right now and albie you're playing a lot of golf too right I am. I mean, in terms of in terms of the amount of golf I played, I would I would probably say it is the most ever, like yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, I think the you first took, you took a break for a while, right? For I did. Years. That was even yeah. That was even be- before kids. But I I would say the first twelve weeks of quarantine, I probably played eleven of those weeks, ten or eleven of those <laughs> Holy. weeks, and then. Um, <laughs> Took a break just because it got way too hot, and then work got busy. But I mean, I played this morning, and it was fun. Oh. And and you're right, like it's it's a very nice socially distant sport or physically distant, um, similar to something like tennis. We got into like a tennis thing for a couple months during quarantine as well. We haven't played, but um, in the beginning of quarantine, when I was playing every week um, in terms of golf, it was our workout because we were actually walking. At oh. the beginning of quarantine, it was, you're right, Mock. like right now the courses are full. Like it's so yeah. hard to even book a place unless you book like three or four days in advance. But at the beginning of quarantine, when like nobody knew what it was, yeah. um, we just, we just walked onto the, cor- on the course, some required payment, some didn't. And we just took advantage of it every once a week. And we would, that would be our, you know, four or five hour workout. True. Secret is definitely out now. I don't, yeah. I mean, this is another, another spot where I can't agree with you guys. Like I, I just don't get it. It is so, so hot outside. I don't understand <laughs> how you could possibly want to be outside for four to five hours. So, I we, am doing, so we play, we don't play later than 8 a.m. Doesn't make a difference in Houston. I, I know Dallas no, is different. It's, it's I, I don't know how Mock can do it. Like it is so muggy here all the time. I am doing everything I can to stay inside as many hours of the day as possible. <laughs> our our <laughs> Nest thermostat usage tripled in the last month, and I don't care because I'm staying inside as much as I can. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, uh, for for me, like we're playing in 60s, so it's really nice. Geez. Like I I I'd rather be outside than inside when it's 60s. Well, speaking of sports, we have a lot of sports to watch now. That's that's the good news. With everything going on these days, um, I think a few days ago they had like every major sport playing on the same day, um, plus tennis, WNBA, um, was there golf going on? There's probably like darts, cornhole on ESPN Ocho. 
it's great that we can watch all these sports, but wouldn't it be more fun if you could make money at the same time? Uh, well, there's legalization of sports betting in so many states. Um, there's all sorts of sports betting websites launching, and you can do just that if you know the right place, uh, the right plays to make. And that's where our sponsor, Analytics Capper, comes in. With state-of-the-art data analytics, statistical modeling, and plenty of real-life experience, Analytics Capper will give you the best bets every single day. Um, check out analyticscapper.com. The website just launched. You can also take a look at Analytics Capper on Twitter. That's C-A-P-P-E-R. Uh, there's different plans that you can sign up sign up for daily, monthly, weekly, um, whatever you like to make sure that you're ready to capitalize when there is uh, a good spread or there's a big game that you want to bet on um, and make some money. So, Albie, tell us a little more about Analyze Capper. No, so we we got um, we basically asked him what Capper was, but it's short for a handicapper, um, and it's you know you're handicapping certain sports. So, for example. Um, again, I'm going to mention the Clippers. The Clippers and the Nuggets last night, according to Vegas, they were seven and a half point favorites. So a handicapper would go in and be and kind of analyze his or her numbers and come up with their own analysis of, of the discrepancy. So if, it, if it's less than seven and a half points, then, you know, the bet would be Denver. If it's more than seven and a half points, then the smart bet would be the Clippers. So um, it's, it's this type of stuff that, uh, you know, they focus on and they leverage, um, you know, everyone's expertise. That's part of the team, but also a lot of math, like you said. All right. So once again, that's analytics capper, C-A-P-P-E-R as in handicapper. Uh, you can check them out on their website, analyticscapper.com or their Twitter handle analytics capper. Okay. That's a lot of analytics capper talk for you guys. Um, okay. I'll, I'll go next. We, we talked a little bit about being at home, working from home. Uh, one thing that's nice about that for me specifically is not having to drive um, 25 minutes or so to the office and back every day and True. having to rush really, I, I mean, I only had to do that when we had one kid, um, but that was already a struggle, rushing in the morning to uh, get to daycare or rushing to get back home to get some dinner ready. And now, I mean, we have two kids now and I can't imagine how difficult that would be. It's so nice to just be able to like prepare some things in the middle of the day for um, for dinner, uh, nice to be able to just you know drive five minutes to daycare and come back home and start working. Is has that been a big difference for you guys? I know Albie, you didn't really drive much um, for a commute or anything. What's funny is I'm actually driving more during oh. quarantine. Um, <laughs> reason being is uh, on weekends. I mean, this has always been the case, but um, more so now. But on weekends is when my wife has to do a, a bunch of errands. She, she still shops a ton online and we usually just like return it or buy food oh, or boy. whatever yep. and it's also i don't know how our babysitter does it but it's also the only way my wife and i can get amelia to nap on saturdays and sundays is to drive her around yeah and for those two to three hours just literally just drive i just see my gas tank just <laughs> go down so um as you guys know i have a brand new minivan and it's uh, it's logging more miles than any of my cars previously, just because I'm driving every weekend. With any that being of said, your cars? I, Even when you uh, first moved back to Texas, you, you were driving everywhere. Sorry, sorry, so yeah, you're you're correct. When I was living, when I was in California and Texas, that like one two year transition period, um, that was a lot of driving period. Um, yeah. But you know, I want to do a quick poll. You kind of mentioned it earlier from uh, about working from home, but 
for mock for mock and you Timmy, like how often are you guys wearing like a nice shirt at work now? Uh, what would you define as nice? Not an inside shirt. Not an inside shirt. So you're really saying like a collared shirt, right? Sure, polo or button-up. Uh, Mark, I'll let you go first. Uh, I have worn a polo twice in the last six months. No other collars. <laughs> Um, that is, uh, I believe that's one more than me. Um, I know that I wore one in April for a big presentation I had. And then in June I was going to wear one. And I think I switched to a, uh, Minimaid branded t-shirt. So I think maybe just once, um, indoors. I mean, it helps. We don't, we don't do video conference calls. With oh, it's, it's we do, audio only. Oh, we do all video conference calls and I'm wearing t-shirts all day long, every day. <laughs> um, all right, let's go to let's go to Mock. Give me give me something else on your list. Uh, one other thing I would say is uh, I don't even know how to phrase this, but uh, it's definitely a new habit that that we formed at the or new tradition that we formed with the with the family is uh, there's an ice cream truck that that goes around the neighborhood every single Thursday, and now since we're at home and we we can't we can't escape it. Uh, we so. <laughs> Every single Thursday afternoon, the kids, whether they're inside or outside, uh, especially if they're outside in the backyard, they hear the truck. Oh, and man. Things, it gets chaotic. It, go, it goes crazy. You know? Ice cream truck. Ice cream truck. Ice cream truck. We got to hurry. Oh, it's uh, a simpler time. Yeah. And we, we literally have to go chase down the ice cream truck because it doesn't pass by directly by right next in front of our house. Uh, so a couple times we've driven like the kids new like motor or remote control car and uh and go chase it down and ne next street over but it's been it's been fun um you know other than greatly increasing our ice cream budget every month uh other than that it's been it's been awesome and that is uh that's impressive stuff an ice cream budget uh, I, I definitely don't have that we buy plenty of ice cream to eat at home but we don't have a, a truck at least not that i know of um, it's like the same uh, reasoning as your restaurant thing. Like it just tastes better when sure, it's yeah. Truck, you know. Yeah, I guess that's fair. All right, Albie, let's hear one more from you. One thing that uh, I've kind of enjoyed: our neighborhood is only forty-five single-family homes. I think it's like forty-three is the exact number. But out of the forty-three, I'd say twenty-five to thirty of them have kids, like all under six years old. So it's like very, very heavily family centric. And almost every Saturday there's a birthday or some type of parade that's going on. And we've we've actually never participated ourselves, but our next door neighbor is the one that usually coordinates it all. So we get to like, you know, see all the kids drive in their cars. I know Mock, your your son has a nice low car now, but like every single kid in our neighborhood has at least one car. <laughs> so they they bring it out and the parade is like at least 25 cars deep and it's wow. yeah it's really wow. cool to see from a, like a spectacle standpoint and uh awesome. i don't know it's 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 fun seeing all the families and all the kids hanging out yeah that's pretty cool i i mean definitely we have you know been around our neighborhood a lot more I, we've gotten to know or like met at least a handful of people which is way more than before uh, but that's, you know, not nearly as much as you. That, that's awesome. 
Yeah, that's that's one other good thing is I think it's forced this pandemic has forced people outside more, whether it's for golf or just in their backyard or just enjoying nature. Except, to me. Except for me. My, mine is <laughs> like tw- like 25 minutes when it's, you know, a little cooler in the evening and that's it. <laughs> well, hopefully it'll start getting cooler soon. Uh, yeah, we still got like a whole month plus. All right. I'm going to do one more. Um, and this isn't necessarily something that I, I well, I guess this is something I like. Um, and I guess this depends how many people have you guys seen a lot of like hung out with a lot of people, whether it's I mean, obviously it's it's like distance it's outside. You've still like seen people, especially more recently in the past month or two, right? Here and there, so very uh, small groups, yeah. Yeah, small groups, but probably people you haven't seen in a little while. I think like usually the thing to do is to, you know, you're not really sure what to do. You kind of go in for a hug. It might get a little awkward. I, I really love that I don't have to think about it now. There's just no hug. You just wave, <laughs> you say hi. There's, there's nothing awkward about it. Everybody agrees that this is the way to handle it. Maybe it's because I'm just not like a super touchy person in general. So uh, yeah, I'm glad that I don't have to deal with the awkward hug. What do you do when someone reaches out their their hand for a shake? Reaches their hand for I, I haven't had anybody reach out their hand for a shake. I mean, there have been a couple like side hugs here and there, like you know where it's. It's kind of understood you're already hanging out you know, relatively closely or your kids are already playing together. So yeah, we can do like a quick side hug. Uh, but for the most part, we've been able to, I've been able to avoid a lot of uh, human contact. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely that's gonna funny. give you a full on embrace <laughs> next time. Yeah, that's cool. In like two years, sounds great. All I'm right, anything, anything else we're gonna add? No, I think we covered it. Um, I think I think we just need to remind ourselves like Mock said earlier, we don't get this time back. We need to take advantage of what we have. Yep, well put. Uh, well, thanks for joining Six Pennies Podcast. As always, let us know if there's other things we miss, things that you uh, enjoy or maybe don't jo- enjoy so much post-COVID world. Uh, trying to look on the bright side of things and, and cherish these times that we have. But thanks as always for joining Six Pennies Podcast, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.